Damn. I was about to say something. I had to that? stretch. I feel like my whole body just I feel like I should have stretched before, but now we're here. <laughs> what are you stretching for? Just uh, my body. Podcasting is Olympics? What? Podcasting is, is is an exercise? No, you know, it's just sometimes like you're just sitting in certain positions for a certain amount of time. And because you know you're going to sit in that same position for another amount of time, you just want to kind of like get your muscles flowing so it don't get locked, you know, as your body develops. It develops. All right. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, even after, like, my car accident, I just feel like my body has, like, sped up in time. Like, if I felt like in my 20s, I was still in my teenage years. Like, after my accident, I definitely feel like I'm in, like. Got all the old people syndrome? Like, I feel like I could get the aches and the pains, like, you on certain days. Say it again? You grow every time you sit down? No. But not getting up either. But it's, I, I just think it's like, for me right now, it's just certain days or weathers or things like that. But like, I remember when people like, my back hurt. I'm like, how is that even possible? And like, on my shoulder, I'm like, I feel fine. And I'm just like, ooh, ooh. I feel it. What you I can feel it in the air. All right, banter. Which one of these is banter? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So the banter question for today is, what is a TV show that you feel like is way too much disrespect? Go first, Greg. Of course. Friends, I think it's way too much disrespect. Listen, everybody want to point out the race, racist inequality of the show, dog. It was a bunch of white people living in Manhattan. Where was a black person going to fit on that show? Black people live in Manhattan. Not saying that they don't. In the settings of Friends, where was a black person? What was a reoccurring black character going to fit on that show? You want me to be in that time frame? Just, just think about the show. I'm not saying like I'm saying the people you're saying who that because at, at that same time frame it was like living single. Like how is that? Nah. In Living Single, could you see a white person, a reoccurring white person on that show? Yeah, they could have lived upstairs or downstairs. Doing what? Being a neighbor. No, no. Comic that, relief. It, what comic relief? You just making fun of white people now? No, I mean, like, not comic relief, making fun of them per se, but sometimes serious moms comes in, they, you know, like, come in and ask for, like, I don't know, sugar. Like, just like in Martin. What, what with white the person you coming to ask for sugar? It's not even believable. I'm not even saying. I'm just. I'm giving you an example, okay? I'm not even saying like that's exactly what's gonna happen. But I don't know. Maybe they'll ask for like I don't know a tennis racket or something like that. I- wow, you are just you just you're just feeding the st- like you're just feeding my point. What I'm trying to say is is that you can put any character you want in any story. It doesn't. You can, but to make a good show, throwing a black person in Friends would have made that show terrible. It is not because it's black people. It's just that the show was written for white America. And you don't think black people exist in white America? I never said that they don't. That's not what I'm getting at. how was it written? Because the show was written for six white friends that live in the middle of Manhattan. Where did you see a black person fit in that, especially in that time frame, where did you see a black person fitting in with six white friends? They could have worked at a coffee shop. They could have. And that could have been like even if it wasn't. And then, on every it, episode. then let me tell you what the narrative would be. Oh, why the black person got to be the why the, why the black person got to be the worker? Wow, Greg. Okay. 
Okay, I mean, look, you are right to your opinions, but I don't, I don't agree. I think, by all means, like I get where you're coming from because it makes sense to me. Um, but I think that if they wanted to write in a black character, I think they, yeah, they could have. They wanted to, they could have. But I'm just saying, like people throw that show under the bus so much because there's no black people on the show. Like it's the epitome of racist of racism, and I'm like. There's many. There's black shows that don't have white people in it. I can understand that. Yeah, I can. Uh, Living single. <laughs> no, they probably ran to a white person in there some at one point in time. I'm, I'm just being. I'm being. <laughs> I'm being honest. I think sometimes it's okay. It is a. Everything is not a reason. I didn't say that it was a problem. Like their story is their story, were. but I can definitely see that they wanted to write in a black character. They could have. I don't think it would have worked. They could have, someone could have dated them. Like it, it could have been. Yeah, that I think it all would have just went really badly. I don't think so, unless you didn't like you make it. The, the, I understand what you're saying, but you're also putting in an idea that Manhattan is just full of white people, and it's not. It's a melting no, pot in itself. So to see other cultures in the storyline would make complete sense because they live in Manhattan. They don't That's- live in like the suburbs or some area they literally live in an area where they will run into different people every day so we're talking about what what, what is friends late 90s early 2000s i'll tell you the time frame of friends because i'm thinking of i'm not even like of 1994 course, to 2004 so 10 years yeah, so 10 years 10, like in, in that time frame right mm-hmm. i'm not saying one that if they if they wanted to put a black person in, they, they definitely could have. Not saying there was no black people or ethnic people in Manhattan in between 1994 and 2004. That's not what I'm getting at at all. What I'm saying is that the show that was written about these six white people, mm-hmm. it made it for me as someone who watched TV very often. It would have made no sense to put a black person in there because any any black person thrown in that show would have. Then to me, it would have had racial undertones. Okay, I understand exactly what you're saying. But do you also take into consideration that Friends was just the white version of Living Single? Yes. So then that that's why but the idea... But Living Single didn't have any white people in it. That's what I'm saying. It's just like it, the, it, it's, it, the argument can go either on either I side. Think you, you're right. But I, you chose Friends. Oh, because no one talks about how Living Single doesn't have white people in it. Everybody just say Living Single is a great show. Because that was written first. Cool. Mm-hmm. But when you're inspired by a brand that happened to be black, why not throw a sprinkle a little bit of black people in there? Because everything, I just don't, I think you could, race is not a, a factor of everything. That's just me personally. Understood. So, um, stop hating on friends. It was an okay show. It wasn't even that good. But and still. What is the banter again? Because now we got, I got lost in that. Oh, a show that you feel like gets too much hate. Too much hate? I don't even I don't know because I don't even know what the masses are not liking that I like. What's the show? You never you ever watched a show and somebody was like, Yeah, that's show trash. You but I don't we don't have the same taste in things. So? So you don't Give me count. A show. No, you don't you don't Start you don't count. You don't count. Why don't I count? Because I think count. they have really great shows that I watch. She don't. See, like, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't know what the masses like that I don't, I mean, don't like that I like. 
maybe I'm, I need to start tapping in. I'm, I'm going to dabble more into social media because maybe I'll figure that out. But I don't know why I was crawling. I feel like I was... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. You know. watch TV. Okay, what a, a movie. A piece of media. A song. I'm screaming. <laughs> I, I, I think my songs are amazing. <laughs> um... All right, so everything Gigi watches, does, listen to is just one thousand percent amazing, and I don't everyone know. I, I, in I the just, world agrees with it. Well, I like I love Lucy. I think the world will love Lucy. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. I, I think it's okay. I don't think it's. See, you see, what I'm saying you don't count. Why don't I count? Because you're gonna be the only Why person don't that don't like anything. I, That's not. I true. think I, didn't say I, didn't like I don't even it. think we even like the same shows. That's not true. We, we, we watch barely Okay. You like BMF? Yeah. Power? Well, <laughs> he about to go through all the, Cause all the drug shows and we're going to be like, oh, okay. But that's what we, Which one? SVU. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Come on, tell me too much for me. Sheesh. All right, well... <laughs> She's perfect, y'all. I know. I didn't say that at all. I just don't she know did. what shows. Okay, maybe I have like guilty pleasures of shows that I like. Like what? I don't even be. A... I don't know. I... <laughs> you know what? I don't have nothing for you. I, I and I, if I think of anything, I will tell you. But I just she gonna come in the middle of a topic. And be like oh, oh. I sometimes I watch like The Housewives. That's all trash. I watch like the reunions. I don't ever like watch the whole show. I just watch. See, but the I reunion. will come to the defense of those shows too, because I'm not an avid watch, especially like the Kardashians or anything like that. But if it's on, you on it? I'm gonna just sit there and okay. watch it. Oh, I will shout out to you, Greg. You know what? I appreciate you being honest like that. But I definitely, I'm not like locked I'm never in like that. For it. But um, I'm definitely uh, I lo- I like to watch the reunions because it gives me like everything, and I get the feedback. I get commentary at the same time. You saw you saw when when Kim and what's her sister name? Not Chloe. The one that tongs like on what? On the Kardashians. I don't watch that, Greg. But what's the sister name? You know the damn sister name. I'm screaming. Um. Courtney, thank you. Oh. See, look, look. You be trying front. Wait, the <laughs> fact that I even like, I, I was like going through their names in my head, and I was like, why do I know them like that? Because you do. Shout out to branding because I definitely, I'm not good with names at all. So, but did you see what Kim and Courtney fought when they were hitting each other? It was fighting. It was funny. I'm screaming, Greg. You about to have a whole recap right now? Nah, I can't tell you what happened. I don't even know what I was fighting. I just be sitting there watching like. You are some dumb people. You like to. Yeah, then that's why I like. That's problems. why I have to watch the reunions because I can't continuously. When I start just start feeding myself with reality TV, it just. No, I let me make this very clear. If it's on, and usually that's me, I'm watching it with someone. <laughs> Clearly, or someone has it on, or you know, he's it, 
First take has finished for the day. Yeah. Relax. What did you think he was going to do? What were you going to say? I don't know. Okay, watch your mouth. Don't do that. Watch what mouth? Don't do that because we always have editing. Turn my eyes and turn them around? Yeah, do something like that. Oh, that's what it is? I see you, sir. You ready? Mm. I was born ready like fish and spaghetti. No, you wasn't. Why is that even a thing? Well, I'm just saying that you have you have either underestimated the thought process of this woman. You don't think I prepared? This is too much. This is every Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Convo 111 of Just a Convo with Greg and Gigi. I'm the person that talks first. I am Greg, and I'm joined here by my sister. Gigi. What up, Gigi? How we do? What it do? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm well. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm well. Um I've I got I was really excited. Um this week I went with uh one of my good friends um to see her in her like one of her fittings for her wedding dress and that was like a little emotional for me because she looks so beautiful so i thought that was so dope and kind of like reminding me that this wedding is definitely coming and the decisions that i also have to make when it comes to this wedding you and, plus one? <laughs> yeah it's, it's oh that's what my bad that wasn't that wasn't intentional. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We are on we're recording right now. So yeah. It's deciding if I'm gonna do that. So stay tuned. We'll find out if I end up with a plus one or not. Cause now Greg has introduced that to the conversation. Um and what else? I found out like certain things about people that are in my space that maybe it's like it's interesting because I know like last week we were talking about like red flags and I feel like I was really like surface level with the red flags because there's definitely deeper red flags that if anyone um is honestly like pursuing or trying to date someone like those aren't the ones you should really pay attention to those are like aloof um there's other things you should definitely pay attention to and stay tuned we'll probably have an episode about that um i don't know how i got here i kept walking and i don't know how i got here you was talking about Friends the friends yes oh and that you don't need to tell everyone everything and every time i tell greg that i am not the person to tell everyone everything he tell me that i need to always have at least one person i can tell everything to and, and it doesn't work out for me in my favor at all and i think it has worked out in her favor I don't agree. Um, I think that if people understand who I am and 
I'm very open until I'm not. And I think you should respect that what I'm willing to share with others, I may not share with others. And if I'm not doing that, especially being on a platform like this, I think you should respect my privacy. Okay. So with that being said, I learned that. Um, I also learned that on the right time, on the right day, I will have time for the F. I didn't want to curse too much, but did y'all get what I was? Did you get what I was going? Mm-hmm. I I had sometimes you just have the energy to just be just a little. It didn't feel great. It felt amazing, but now I'm in a better place. I have Usad, and. I have saged myself, and I'm in different energies. So, that being said, uh, I'm looking forward to next week. I'm supposed to be going to Vegas, and Viva yes, I'm trying to make great decisions and even some better decisions. Vegas is expensive, man. It's I can I tell you real quick before I ask you how you doing, Greg? So I, I don't want to take this too much. But I don't care for this trip, per se. I love everybody. If y'all tapped in, I just want to tell you. I don't feel like it's very organized. I think it's very up in the air. And I think that when it does come to Vegas and people um, don't know what's in everybody's wallet, that being cognizant of an itinerary and things that you're doing is very important. No, it's not. Why? I'm going to do what I want to do. It's either you can afford it or you can't. Okay, so that's, I think that's different when it's just a group trip. This is more of the bachelorette party. So this is collectively something that we are doing together. So room, together. Well, we have like suites or whatever. But like everything is done collectively. It's not just like we're doing things on our own until obviously we get there. But I think that... Was it all laid out beforehand? You would think that that would be the steps, but now we about to be outside and we have maybe some restaurants we're going to nothing for like during the daytime. It's just kind of just sprinkled in places. And I'm just like, even the things that they say that they're going to tell us that we're going to have like prices for I'm like, you're not even giving people a opportunity to say, Hey, I can't do this or no, I can't do this. You can reserve properly or someone letting you know, like I just, you don't ever want to be in a situation where you're assuming everybody got it and now somebody landing and now y'all trying to split something and somebody talking about, can I cash up next week? I feel like just put it on the table. This is the amount of money that you're probably going to spend. That wasn't, that wasn't said at the beginning? No, it was just about, so it, it all stemmed up If like, Okay. Old girl was like, all right, I want to do Vegas for my bachelorette party. She didn't because it's a surprise. She just now found out that she's going to Vegas now. So whoever planned this. Her maid of honor. Said, we're doing Vegas for her bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of it. Mm-mm. I don't want to tell you why, but there's actually a concert that's going. So initially it's for the concert. Okay. So the main objective is to go to this concert. For there, so we're planning everything around this concert that we're going. Got it. So we know that the t- we know the price for the concert. Yes. Now we know the price of the concert. Okay. Now, now everybody has bought their ticket for the concert. Now. Got it. Now it's now we have to get there and we have to stay there. Yep. That's done now. Okay. But through the days from the day before the concert 
concert day, the day after the concert, and the day we leave. So there's so many days. We could have left Got it. <laughs> the day after the concert. You're not really giving us an itinerary or even the idea of how much money we're going to spend or what activities so, we are going to be doing. So was there an option to just come in for the day of the concert? I think everybody could have decided like what they wanted to do, I think, at that, at that time. But the only the problem is that we done it so early, mm-hmm. anticipating an itinerary. So at this point, even if now I decide, I mean, I guess I can go online and like try to change my flight. But like at this point, we've already paid for the bulk of what it is. Now we're just trying to figure out the activity. So now changing your flight is is counterproductive. Because you're assuming that there's an itinerary. Like, the expectation was we're going to set, like, let you know, like, what but we're when, planning on doing. I mean, we, we could get off of this. I, just, I want to. You got it. All right. Because I just. I, I, Go ahead. Tell me. No, I'm just thinking about what I would do in a situation. Because you the type of person. I, that, but that's what I'm saying is it's different with you, Greg, because. I hate when I'm not going to even say that. You tend to be the person to put the card on the table. So. The problem isn't for you to what you want to do. No, right? I'm talking about even in this. No, the, that's not what I was getting at. My thing is, okay, I knew why we're going. Yeah. I know what's the main objective of why we're going. Yeah. Right? So, okay, we're going to this concert. All right, so the concert is this day. If I ain't got the money to pay for anything else but this concert, my flight, and a, probably a night or two to stay there, that's all I'm paying for. That is fine. But that's okay if we did it last minute. We've no, done I think this. that's okay. I think that's even better if you know ahead of time what it's for. I'm, I, that's what I'm trying to say is if, if we've booked it so early on and I know how long I'm going to be staying and I've already have an itinerary of what we're doing, I can budget for what I can do and what I don't want to do. So I can know what dinners or breakfasts or lunches I can do. Instead of me trying to go with X amount of dollars in my pocket, mm-hmm. I've already set forth, hey, I may not make it to lunch, but I can definitely make it to dinner. I may not be able to do breakfast and whatever, but I can, I can make it at least. But you had to pay for the room and stuff together? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like All these things are already paid for already. So everything else is, what are we doing in between? Because now we're just doing idle time. And if that's the case, let me figure that out so then I can I can spend my time and make us and do my thing. But at the same time, like, so then what's the objective of having her here? Because it's not about me, right? I'm not there because I want to be in Vegas. I'm there because we're doing this for her. If there's you have no things in between a couple of hours, like what what what's the purpose of her being here? Or I'm excited to go. <laughs> I got some outfits I want to put on that I feel like that I'll be able to really embrace in Vegas and just really just let me. So, how are you, Greg? I'm okay. I'm good. I love you, by the way. Just, it's going to be a great time. How are you? I'm chilling. Can't complain at all. Good week. Yeah. No work is finally lighting up. Yeah. Been a good week. <laughs> I didn't have an exciting week like you did. I also went to this restaurant with uh, <laughs> one of my good friends. Shout out to you, Janelle. I love your face. Um, and it was in. It was. What? And um, we went to this spot called Aurora, and it is like the vibe is cute. I love it. The ambiance, 
it's giving. The cocktail list, not for me. It had like a lot of gin and tequila and vodka, and those are none of my fortes, as we know. Um, the food was all right. Um, and yeah, but the vibe was dope. They had live music the night that we went. Um, we had an amazing time too. I did. I was. I was out a little bit. Oh my god! There's so much drama that happened this week. So we went to an establishment. I don't know if I want to shout it out because I think they're about to be in legal troubles. But when I go to the establishment, and my friend T and Maddie and Layla, happy birthday, Layla, and our waiter waitress ends up getting to an argument with her manager where like it becomes like this whole thing where the cops show up hmm. fast forward meal got comped we was out granted my meal was trash um the baby the baby her meal was amazing she had she, she had whatever she needed to do to be great and another um t didn't even get her meal uh so it wasn't that great but it was it was filled with a lot of a lot of things were happening this week for me. Very um, overwhelming. But I'm sorry, Greg. No, I was done. I ain't had nothing. Oh. I love you, Janelle. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into these topics, Greg. Get into some topics. Who's going to meet you? You. Sure. All right. So my topic is what is something that was told to you in your childhood that as an adult doesn't make sense? I'll start. School times make no sense. Mm. You expect kids to go to school from eight to four. No, sorry. Eight to three while their parents work nine to five. Mm. Make it make sense. Mm. Make it make sense ideas that in the concept of that time I'm, I'm not saying that it's okay there was a lot of stay-at-home moms right For sure so that construct the, the, has yeah so like they weren't really thinking about the mom working and the dad working they're assuming that there's an, an income coming in the household and the mom is going to be able to well this ain't 1654 mm. wow. and women are working mm-hmm. and so, so what, would, what is the ideal hours for you? Just make it make sense. If you're expecting people to be to work at 9 o'clock in the morning, then school should start at like... Well, you think about it, it doesn't make sense because you dropped the kid off a little bit early. Yeah, it still got to be there earlier than you because if not, then they're after you. And I think not. it's more about the drop-off. I mean, it's more about the pickup. I think that's what you're thinking about is the pickup, not the drop-off. Like if school ends at 3 o'clock but I don't get off of work until 5... But that's why they have after school programs. Oh yeah, then they charge it for it. Well, who? This is a public school. It's free already. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, you guys got to pay for like lunches and stuff like that. Well, when you got money, like, what do you want them? What do you want them to do, Greg? Make it make sense. Oh, well, that just makes no sense, none whatsoever. First of all, I don't even think kids need to be in school that long. For what? Okay, so who watching them, Greg? I don't know. Don't make work hours. Work days don't need to be that long either. Okay, so I'm I'm not gonna argue your sentiment because obviously you have a child and I don't. Um, but I do take into account that I think that it's more just about just being in school. It's being able to have social interactions with other children. Like just think about the idea. Like if they're not and they're at home, and you still have to work, 
where's your interaction with your child? I think I, I hear you and I get that. Okay. I'm saying the whole Especially as a single parent. The whole thing needs to be like revamped. Okay. I agree. I'm not just saying school. But, but so what schooling. is the what's the ideal time then? I honestly you telling me that they shouldn't be at in school that long, but they you're should. Also telling me, I think ten to two is a good enough time four hours in school. Greg, they still who picking them up? The problem is, is that you and I, I'm saying I think, I'm over but, it. but my thing is, people don't need to work forty hours a week, 40, 40 hour weeks either to for any job. I think you could get your job. Well, I'm speaking for myself. Yes, I can yes, get my can. job done in less than two hours. Okay, because a your day. job is independent on you and not on the world. So I, pe- think about people in customer service. Think about people in retail. Their lives are not dictated on what they are able to complete. It's literally the service that they're providing to the other people. Think about this though. There's so many people in the world that don't have a job. How about we give these people jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is a black and white utopian kind of thing. And I yes, get that because qualifications are also things that you want take into consideration but i'm just but my thing is don't tell me that there's not a solution when there is okay people just don't want to work for the solution okay. i'm just saying make it make sense it don't make sense not at all not a, nope don't care i stand on that you um. how about you this is really weird. It's like a old wives' tale, but like pineapples would make my period come on more. Like if I ate like pineapples, yeah. Like I couldn't like I eat pineapples like that. I used to be really really sad because I didn't want my period to come on. I know that's like a TMI, but that's what my grandma used to tell me. Like once it started, then he was like, "You can't eat pineapples," and I was like. This was is that like a Caribbean folklore or something? I don't well, it was I don't know for it was for me. I mean eventually I figured it out by the time I was fifteen, I said, I don't I like pineapples. <laughs> and my period doesn't come on just because I eat pineapple. But yeah, she was like, No. Yeah, I thought that was weird, but yeah, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Shout out to you, grandma. <laughs> Pineapples are still good. I'm going to advance the conversation. Okay, I'm here. Is there something today that you wish you would have known as a child? Pineapples, though? Yeah, the big, like, not like cut up ones. Like, if it's a whole pineapple, by the way. Like, like if it was. Your fresh pineapple was different. That's the, that's what, uh, that's the one I couldn't eat. I can eat, like preserved ones or like in a can but like the ones that like came out of like that were the, the, the pineapple tree that you have to cut up sorry yeah she she said i can't eat those those used to be the best ones too shout outs to her mm. <laughs> so yeah anything that as an adult that you wish you would have known about uh Like someone would tell me or what I think of myself. What you mean? I don't because I don't really understand the basis of your question. So like something that Yeah, someone something that someone told you as an adult that you wish you would have known as a kid. I don't think it has anything to do with anyone that's telling me, but it's how I feel. Okay. Um that failure isn't the end, it's just an experience. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's dope. That's deep. I, I was told that early on. You you got to feel. Yeah, no, I think uh, what's interesting, I think the way that I grew up, I just had to be perfect all the time. Like, failing wasn't an option. And if you did fail, it was kind of pivot. It wasn't like learn from it and move forward from it. It was like, it was like, be better. Um, and I feel like if I did have that kind of installed in me, then I feel like I would have been more receptive to kind of like, feeling more comfortable with failing because I was always had to be on point on everything, whether it was education, whether it was um, me in dancing school. Like I always had to be like at the top or in the top, like at least three all the time. Like mm-hmm. that was the expectation. So if I didn't, it was, it was, which is very interesting therapy session y'all that like i was i was never glorified for being great but i was always like penalized for not for being like good or mediocre or i've failed in something mm-hmm. i have never like they i didn't really get praised it was like an expectation for me to just be at the top all the time even till this day which kind of like makes me upset because it's just like i know i've i messed up too like i'm not perfect but I just feel like people kind of sometimes hold me to this account where just like I'm, I bleed just like you bleed too. Like, mm. yeah. So, what about you? Um, I wish someone had told me that there's levels to everything. Mm. Like, I someone told me that there's levels to everything as an adult, and I wish I would knew that as a kid. Like, everything isn't black and white. There's like. There's levels to there's levels to so love. You, say, you said levels you to said trust. black and white, and then you said like gray, cause I, not gray. You say levels, and I think those are two different conversations because I think that you can still see things black and white, but also understand there's there's levels to it. I think they're 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 they correlate with each other. They don't they're not the same. No, I just I, I get what you're saying, but that's not what I mean. I mean like like there's not when I say it's not black and white. Like either I love you or I don't. Like, I believe that you can love anybody you want. It's just levels to love. Yes. See, you see how there's black and white and then there's levels to that? That's what I'm saying. I was, oh, like, as a kid, I believed everything was just black and white. It's either you love someone or you don't. You could still love someone and you don't, but it's just a difference of, even if you don't love them, don't mean you like them less or you love them more. There's still levels to that, too. I, no. Yes, I agree with that, but I'm saying. Growing up, it was always, it was just that black and white. It's like, there's no, there's no in between. There's no other options. It's either X or Y. That's it. Understood. So, like, as an adult, you learn that, no, you can put things in boxes. Like, you can compartmentalize your thoughts. You can do things like that. And it's I wish- not always healthy. You said it's not always healthy Mm-mm. to compartmentalize your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Why isn't it always healthy? Because I think sometimes you don't allow yourself to heal from trauma when you decide to just kind of pack it up. And I think sometimes you need to face it, process it, and allow yourself to go through it in order for you to move forward. How is that not it. compartmentalizing it? Compartmentalizing Think about what the word means. You're literally taking the box and you're putting it away. It doesn't mean you've dealt with it. Yes, it does. No. Because you can you can look at trauma, you can face it, you can deal with it, and then decide to, okay, I'm not going to allow this to affect me anymore. 
but that's healing. That's still compartmentalizing no, and putting it away. Compartmentalizing, just think compartmentalizing is putting something in storage. When you are healing, you have taken it out storage. You have unpacked it. You decided what you want to keep, what you want to let go, and now that box is gone. There's no clutter. There's no space. You are now moving forward. You so have you compartmentalized the thoughts of it. Let's let's Google what compartmentalizing is, because then we can maybe be on a level playing field. Because we both have different. Hmm. Uh, thought processes of what it is. This is not a good. <laughs> All right, well, okay. Um, <laughs> the site is choosingtherapy.com. <laughs> what does it mean if a person compartmentalizes? With compartmentalization, the person separates feelings or thoughts that contradict each other into different compartments. In order to avoid the cognitive dissonance that arises when a thought or feeling we have start to contradict a different thought or feeling that we are also aware of, that did not, that if it says a lot of words. That was even more confusing. But from what I got from it, though, yeah, what I, I think... <laughs> What I, I was going to say, like, what I grasped from the, the words that they kept repeating. It's like you can't repeat. look at every situation as a monolithic. It's like, okay, um, sep separating the, what, what is it, the emotional from the, the logical? Okay, can I give you an example? This is from sure. Merriam-Webster.com. Um, he compartmentalizes his life by keeping his job and his personal life separate. The company has compartmentalized its services. Okay, I get that, but that's not what I'm talking about. Either. But that's what I'm trying to explain to you is that like, okay, and well, in that instance, that's not even what I was saying is that someone's able to. That's like, um, that's that show on Apple TV. Severance. Yes, that's that's what I think about with that. However, what I meant with compartmentalization is that I've I've probably lived my life on compartmentalization and dealing with different things, or not dealing with them, and I feel like compartmentalization allows you to acknowledge but does not allow you to deal with it allows you to separate from what is going on and so you're not actually healing from it and i think that if you heal from it you don't longer have to compartmentalize it has happened this is something that has happened to you you have understood it and now you're trying to move forward from it but if you still have it in the back and something could happen to trigger you that means that there's a possibility that it can literally be unpacked yeah, I totally disagree with all that. All okay, tell me what your thoughts of um, compartmentalizing One, one is. with trauma, I just don't think you ever heal fully from trauma. I think you just learn ways to deal with it. Um, because there's always going to be something that triggers it again. Like, that's just life. Um, so, when it comes to compartmentalizing that, it's like, okay, this has happened. This was a situation of how this happened. This situation is not the same. So maybe let me not go back to that situation and put myself in that situation again or even take my mind to that process again because this is a completely different situation. To me, that's compartmentalizing. It's separating what your experiences are from the person that you're with. It's separating your experiences with the person that you're with or the situation that you're dealing with. Yes. Okay, I can understand that. Until something may trigger you, that because you haven't healed from this thing that's trying to separate but you, that's you the, have now relived this same trauma. The thing you have is, not you keep saying that it. is that you're not healed from it. This is my belief, and maybe I'm standing on an island alone on this. 
trauma, you don't heal from it. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be in the back of your mind. It's just going to be there. It is something that has happened to you that you could never erase from your mind. So to what people... I don't... I I think you just figure out ways to move on. That's part of healing. That's not healing. Greg, just because... A wound is always open. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to explain to you is that just because... I got into my car accident and now my foot's messed up. Doesn't mean that my foot is perfect, but I'm healed. Doesn't Are mean you? I sit- what? Because you like think about and this is. <sighs> There's different level. I'm gonna even. I'll, I'll even help you because you're about to say some fuck shit. <laughs> There's levels to it, right? Yes, Greg. I'm not perfect. I'm not 100 percent of who I was before, but I am in a place where what I couldn't walk or I wasn't able to walk. I am now able to walk. Is there a different dynamic of my life? Yes, but I am in a better place than I was when I wasn't able to walk. Understand. So when I talk about my healing, yes, I am healed. At one point in time, I didn't think I was going to be able to walk. Same thing with trauma. Yes, it's still there. I'm still going to have days where I'm going to be limping. There's still going to be days I'm going to be in pain. But does it mean that I'm not able to walk ever again? No. I I I, I hear what you're saying. I just I, I don't vibe with it. I'll even... You're saying that someone that was not ever able to walk, um, just remove me. Mm-hmm. Someone that's not able to walk, that's not able to walk, that has a limp. You don't say that they're healed? No. Okay. Because they still got a limp. But they wasn't even able to walk before. But correct? they, yeah, their life is better than them not being able to walk. But they still remember when they couldn't walk because they have the limp. Your your experiences will never be taken away from you. Why that's you why it's called compartmentalizing. Them? Okay. I don't see it that way, but I understand what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. I just think there's different ways to mm-hmm. view it. And how I view it is I've done a lot of compartmentalizing, but I've also realized with those things is that if you always try to separate things without even trying to deal with them, then they will always find its way to develop in relationships or situations every day because you may think that you're putting it in the back and the forefront, but that trauma has is it's installed in you. So you will be automatically uh, triggered or even question whatever certain situations, even if you try to separate it. Because yes, this person isn't that person or this situation isn't that situation. But guess what? This is it feels very similar mm-hmm. from a situation. 1,000%. And although you may not want to respond, Human instinct, and that's just, it's, we're just like computers. It's easy to try to do what we used to do than what we're trying to do so, because so, of. So what would you call it, right? Because maybe I need to figure out what what is your definition of what I'm saying then. Okay. Because I'm saying, yes, this has happened to you. You faced it. You you you've unpacked it. You you've gained some understanding of why this is happening. Like you have dealt with this piece of trauma. In your life. Okay. But now, hold on, let me finish. Because now you have moved on. Okay. Right? But now there is a situation that is presenting itself that is a trigger to that trauma. That trauma now is coming back to the forefront of your mind. Mm -hmm. Would you say that person didn't deal with it? No, but that's not how I see it. With compartmentalizing, I don't think that that person has dealt with it. I think they've just put it in the back. Like, they they acknowledged it. And they realize that they don't want to deal with it. But you are saying that they've dealt with it and they are not allowing that to be in the forefront of their relationships. And we're just viewing it two different ways. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't have a problem with how you view it. We just don't see it the same. I understand. No, I, yeah, I get you. That's all. 
because I don't see a problem with how you would view that. That would make sense to me. But I don't see compartmentalizing is that like trauma has happened instead of dealing with it. You have literally decided you should always that you deal with your trauma, to... people. I agree. Um, and then it may not even be the easiest. And timing is a mf'er. So do it in your timing, but unpack, un- unpack it because stress does. Um, what's the word? Cause diseases, cancer. Um, sometimes things that are unexplained is because you're harboring feelings and our body feeds off of energy and nutrition. And once you are not exerting the proper energy, your body ends up poisoning itself and you end up not being okay. I'm not a doctor, but these are the thoughts. You ever try to live your life out of a bag? But what do you mean? Like, like you ever try to live it out of a bag? Like think about you traveling. You've traveled somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to be there for weeks. Mm-hmm. And you just try to keep everything in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. You ever try to do that? Mm-hmm. How difficult is it? Horrible, because I like to take everything out of my bag. Everything out. And then I want to, like, kind of act like I lived there for a second. Exactly. So you got to Yes. But I think that some people... Um, may take out the pertinent things, but realizing that the residuals is what's really keeping them there. Listen, people. Trauma, just like marijuana, is like a vacation. It's like a suitcase. Unpack it. Unpack it. Even if it's a carry-on, take that shit out. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like we're in high spirits, and I'm about to bring us all the way down here. Pity. It's your topic. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> my topic is recently. This is not old petty, and if you have to go in your old petty bag, that's fine. What's the most petty. recent petty thing that you have done recently? Um. Um, petty thing that I've done recently. I'm pretty sure I've held something against somebody. Um, that's not being petty. That's just telling the truth. Um, I don't know. What about you? You got. I told a man his penis was small. It was truth. Because um, I think petty is truth. I just think it's the fact that you understood how it's going to offend someone. Really? Yes. Huh. Yes. I think that's why it's called pettiness. Because like you know what you're doing is affecting me. And so you're deliberately huh. doing this to affect me. Then honestly, I haven't been petty in a while. He hasn't. I don't care what you, you can look at the camera all you I have not been petty in a minute. Because if that's the definition of petty. I'm not telling you. I didn't, you want me to. De- you want me to no, no I don't, you don't need to. I vibe with that definition because I 1,000% agree. It's like, it's the truth, but does it need to be said? Do it. Can I say something that happened that could have been possibly been petty? Sure. Um, you, were out, you were recently on a conversation with someone and. There was a point in time where I wasn't ear hustling, but I was in a room that, like, there was a point in time where you didn't want them to get off the phone. 
But now you had to get off the phone. That's not petty. I don't think that's petty. That oh, that's just that's just being cute. I think so, and annoying at the same time. It was definitely annoying. You what? That's hate. It's not hate. I love it. That's I hate. love it so much. Um, no, I don't think I've been petty. Um. I'm patting myself on the back. For not being petty? Yes. With everyone else? You think I've been petty with you? What have I been petty with you? What what have I said to you recently that was petty? I don't know. I felt like the whole discord that we dealt with before recording felt petty to me. But that's just how I'm just telling you how I felt. That was petty? That's my perception. My perception. Sure. All right. My perception. Okay. 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 But I didn't think it was like overtly like what I did. I I intended to hurt someone's feelings. So petty this also means you're intending to hurt someone's feelings. What's the point of being petty to you? It's funny. You don't think you're hurting someone's feelings when it's funny to you? Of course. So then what's what why are you questioning? I just never think about the other person in the situation. That's why it's being petty. Ah. I have not been petty. In a while. Maybe a week or two. Damn. Nah, I won't be petty then. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Yeah. Nah, I'm de- Yo, God is working. Mm. Y'all. I haven't been petty. Is it? Is it? Do you think that's really offensive? What? What I said. That he got a small dick? Mm-hmm. Was it true? I feel like he already acknowledged that, but I just reminded him. I you know if the floor of the conversation called for it. I just felt like um Did he insult you first? I, yes, I felt insulted. What Gigi feels and what actually happened is two different things. No. How I feel is what matters. It's if I Your felt feelings are valid. Thank you very much. So that that's all that matters. I can only respond to how I feel. I can't respond to what, I, what, what the perception is. And so, yes, I responded. But then yeah. at that moment, I knew like there was like it was never I was never going back there ever again. We deserved it. I'm screaming. OK, the weekend. Um, that is not the weekend. That is Jaden Harrison. Now, granted, he is, he's aware. Hey, you got a little dick, you got a little dick. It just hurts more when it comes from a woman. I feel like that, and I feel like that's when. <laughs> but wait, 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 my friend. Is it really an insult if you tell me my dick is little when you pleasured it? Yes, because I can explain to you that I have pleasured it, and I enjoy pleasuring it. And by all means, the connection with us doing it helped me enjoy whatever you got. It's still smaller than what I anticipated. I'm just saying, like. At this point, I was working with what I had because the connection was real. I was working with it. Okay. So was he. No, 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 no. I'm good. So was he. No, he, he was he, no, he wasn't bad. I'm, clearly. That's what I'm saying. But he's still small. You say, ah, uh, that's why you're dick little. Ha, uh, that's why you suck. I didn't say, ha, uh, that's why you're dick little. I said, even with your small penis. I think that you should continue doing what you're doing because it's working for you. 
And I'm like, you know what? It's right because I bagged you. Yes. And I'm going to say thank you. And I'm going to say maybe we could have did it again. And then I'll be like, maybe not. I'll just take my small penis somewhere else. Please, Thank you very please much. do. Because at this point in time, you I'm can't out petty me. Absolutely not. You, you think you you, no. you be, no, no, because no. of your because of your small penis, Jesus Christ. Um, believe what you want because you believe that just because I I I had sex with you that that's a thing. I mean, yeah. Eh, no, 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 no. Let me say no, no. I don't. But my thing is, if you're gonna try to. Penis me. I'm not penis shaming you. You are penis shaming me. Because now I'm telling you that your penis is small? Yes, you're penis shaming But you've already me. told me that your penis is small. And? So now we can't have a conversation about, we can't. Because you're I, using it to throw it in my face. No, I'm just trying to use it to remind no, you. No, you are using it as an insult. I am, because I'm being petty. All right, then. Okay, so continue. So if you're going to use it as an insult, I'm not going to allow it to be an insult. But it, I'm going to, in fact, Taking this off of you. No, please, no, because we're here now. Okay, I'm gonna make you like a slut because you have a wait. How? how? You insult my penis. Yes, yes, I did. And I'm, I'm a big myself. I'm like, ah, but that's why you fucked this little dick. Yes. Ah, nigga, I still bagged your dumb ass. How am I dumb because you have a small penis? Because you fucked a small penis. Why would you fuck a small penis? Because the connection. Sometimes it's all about chemistry. It's not always about the size, but when you if realize it's that, all about the chemistry, then why bring it up as an insult? Because it's not something that I was going to deal with for a very long time. But my thing is, if, if you was there for the connection, yeah, right, then the, the size of the penis shouldn't have mattered. But now because you're in your feelings, the size of the penis matters. No, the size of the penis mattered before I was in my feelings. But, but no, it didn't because now you use it as an insult. to him but at that point I was brought there <laughs> I wouldn't have brought it up there's so many other things that I could have brought up and I didn't bring up but that I think just needed to be a reminder that I'm not on your dick like you want me to be on your dick it's not that big <laughs> it's not that it's, I, It didn't bother me. I I don't, I don't feel like, I feel like what you're saying, Greg, to me, doesn't change anything because it's like, that's like saying that, like, I could have still stayed in his penis, still would have been small. Yeah, but it it, it wasn't a problem until you got into your feelings. Who said it was never a problem? The person who fucked it? Played with it? Who's, but who said it wasn't? I I never said it wasn't a problem. When when is it when is it not going to be a problem? Oh, because I haven't acknowledged to them yet that it's a problem. Yeah. Everybody else knew it was a problem. It's okay. Wow. It's fine. Wow. I, that's what I'm just trying to put in perspective. I'm like, oh, because I was trying to let someone be great, and I was like, I was already. <laughs> you said you were gonna make me feel like a slut. I would. Because I had sex with a small penis? I mean, if someone, if a, oh, that's why I was taking it off of you. If, if a woman ever came to me and that's your insult, that's your insult to me? But I need you to. Belief. Okay, so I need you to take this into account that the fact that I want to have sex with you doesn't make me a slut. That's one. 
Two, the idea that if someone had to tell you that you had a small penis, why are you not taking into account what was said to that individual before they said that? Because I don't care. You called my dick little. And um, what if you called me a slut already? I didn't call you a slut. You don't know. I said you're assuming. I'm just. I I'm just. Say, I'm just saying in this conversation, right? I said that would be my response to you. Okay, but what? But that's. Um, you're just thinking of the rebuttal of what I'm saying, but not realizing yeah. why I'm saying it in the first place. Oh, because I don't know the background. Well, then that's what I'm saying, Greg. You're just automatically... I'm just responding to what I know. Okay, well, what I'm telling you is obviously my response is always warranted. Okay, and that's something... It's always warranted. You can't take it off of me because I brought it up. I still like the small penis. It was nice. It was nice. Mm -mm. I still went back home. I can. I, I just. I would have to. I had to. <laughs> I had to. So you was gonna slut? I would. I would have been the best slut out here, and I want good fuck. Your penis still small, and guess what? The nigga next to you probably got a bigger dick, and that's why you're sad. And that's okay, cause you're looking. Yes. No. 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 I smashed you. You didn't. You didn't smash me. Why? Because my dick, my little dick, this was small dick. You. Yes, it was. Mm-mm-mm. So mm, I touched the walls. First of all, you guys, this is not real time. This is not real time. This happened way back when. Don't pee to shame people. It's not nice. I don't give a fuck. I honestly believe that I'm really nice, but sometimes when people like test me, she penis shames. I don't peanut. I did. Can I say that I probably would have acknowledged it for two reasons? He brought it up, and the comments that I had didn't fit. Only reasons. Only reasons. I, at this point in time, I wouldn't even acknowledge did the fact bring that. It up in the sense of like. No, he called it a shrimp. So am I, I'm wrong, though. I'm wrong. He called it a shrimp. I say it's small. Small is relative. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how big I've seen it. It still could have been a decent size. Nigga. Like, just smaller from my experiences. Bro. Just. Bro. I didn't. I that's I said two reasons. I wouldn't even have brought it up as a thought because for me, Did, was he trying to tamper your expectations or something? Um, I think temper. I'm sorry. I don't know. I like because that's wild. I think like once, once, once the condom was on, it was just like, oh, well. Well, never. <laughs> so basically, he brought it up to my attention. I have confirmed it because of this is this is like this is all like a scientific experiment. Um, the hypothesis and 
And now we've gone to the resolution. And the resolution is. That shit like a, a ghost. It was still nice. Shout out to you. <laughs> All right. Penis shaming. And it's crazy. Like, I love all I don't. But I've had smaller penises before. Like a smaller penis. No, 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 no. I've had a smaller penis before. And you know what's crazy? Sweet guy. So nice. And so tall. But so small. Like, like, I don't know if you guys can see my hands. They're really small. Maybe because the nails is. But if I could cover the whole thing. I could have played thumb boards and still one because it wouldn't even get to the top. So sweet. So sweet. Doesn't change if the penis is small. Can we move on from penis talk? You talked about how I was being petty. I was just trying to acknowledge that I have sometimes some toxicity in me and I want to be a better person. So you know what? This is my floor. You should apologize. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, that's good. I'm going to apologize. That's Excuse me, person, if you're watching this, you probably never watched this by all means. But if you do, I do want to apologize for saying that your penis is small because I still enjoyed you. Um, what if he watches this and calls you? He's blocked. Um, so I, I appreciate the time that I had with you. And yes, that last conversation probably was really crazy. But by all means, I took it too far. Um, whatever you said is whatever you said. But for me, I'm not the type of person that wants to promote. Did you get the final word? No, I let them get the final word. What was his response after the small piece? Ah, uh, so many things. Like, so many things. He's a very angry man. Trauma. Um. And that's when that was at that moment I knew that if I wanted to continue this, it would just be that he would now block me. And I'm a better person now. That happened like weeks ago, months ago. She's on the John Morant plane. Ago. Huh? You're on the John Morant plane. I'm on a job. No, that. Anyways, moving on. I do apologize um, because that is not my character. But you brought me to a point where you tried to play me, and I think I needed to check you. And but my thing is that like, if I felt like I needed to, I feel like I brought myself to your level. And at that point, we should have just let this go a long time ago. So with that being said, I'm not looking for forgiveness, but I am looking for understanding. And I apologize. Is that not uh, not good? Because not forgiveness and understanding. Should I should it? I am looking for forgiveness and understanding. Or you can just say, I apologize for penis shaming and end it. That's the camera right there. All right. Wait, so. I'm going to do it. Stop, Greg. I'm going to breathe. I, had it. I got hot. My chest, titties got to start. I apologize for penis shaming you. Congratulations. She didn't even mean it. Oh. No, because I do mean it. It's just that you guys feel like you're being sarcastic. And the, the thing is, is that, like, I don't think we're ever going to speak again. However, 
I do apologize for penis shaming you because that's not my character. But I felt like you brought me to a point where I needed to let you know about yourself. But the only thing is that you told me about yourself before I told you about yourself. So actually, I was just acknowledging what you... That's not the apology. The apology is that I'm, I'm about sorry, to say you realize that yeah, whole I, shit yeah, goes off the window. I apologize for Peter Shavey. Let's, let's move on, Greg. All right. So, hello, everyone. Thank you for making it to the end of the show with us. Oh, we're here already. We are here. So good. We are here. Um, Thank you for uh, being with us for the 111th time. Um, We are at New Dialogue, end of the show, where we just talk about little things that we found interesting this week. Um, Do you have a new dialogue? Go for it. I watched the Monique special on Netflix. How was it? Really good. Um, it was amazing. I thought that uh, I was really locked in, although it was like an hour, maybe like six, seven minutes. Um, I was locked into the, the story, the, the comedy. She made me like get emotional, but at the same time made me laugh. I enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was a really dope. Like, I'll oh, even Netflix? watch it again. I'm actually going to tell Blue. I'm like, maybe we should watch this like tonight. W- was it a comedy special or is it like a documentary of her life? Comedy special. I was oh, like, okay. shout out to you. Yes. I was like, she she deserved it. She looked good too. She looked she looked really good. Monique is a pretty woman. Yes. And I thought that um it was dope. And I would even watch it again. And like I said, I'm about to go. <laughs> Probably going to watch that. Okay. Dope. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Monique, uh, my name is Monique. Mm. I want to say that. You ever think about what happened to the girl from the Parkers? Kim? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think she was like on a show. She was on like something divas. She was on a reality show. Yeah, it's called My Name Is Monique. Mm. Um, I wonder if she's doing. Yeah, well. she was on that reality show, and she tried to she released a song. You don't remember? No. Okay. I okay. think most of our viewers wouldn't remember either. We're the Parkers. He is the KU. Her name is Countess Vaughn. Hmm. She's 44 years old. Hmm. She's continued acting. I just, we just haven't seen her. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't seen her on Power yet. That's crazy. I'm screaming. I feel like 50 would have casted her. Yeah, no. Yeah, she's she's still out there. She just so you, you know get that filter going. She's her best life. All right, Cass is on. She came out with a song. She was on something, but yeah. All right. So I got two new dialogues. You always have two new dialogues. One you being great is the Lakers. You're raising my blood pressure. Why? Because they could win one game and then they lose, and then lose the next one. Because everything is like a conspiracy. Greg is already they already locked it in. Like I'm, I'm telling I'm you, it out there. Most people don't agree with me, but if you look at the West, it is too open. It is too up for grabs. I think that the bare Giannis. Oh, I think, I think the Bucks That's why I was like, you, I, when you say the Bucks, I hear Giannis. Giannis. Giannis should be the league MVP, not Joel Embiid. I agree with Joel you. Embiid. Giannis got the best. I agree. In the, um, best record in the league. 
He's like fifth in scoring. Like he's monster. No, I agree. But I agree. yeah, I don't think LeBron was injured that month. I think he just took rest. They said it was saying foot. conspiracy. They already they already planned the numbers. They yeah. played the numbers already. Trash. I think LeBron. I, I think the Lakers are going to the finals. But yeah, Lakers. Can you just be consistent? My blood pressure can't take it. Why are you betting on them? Huh? No, it's just that I, I think the league is better when LeBron James is deep into the finals. I mean, deep into the playoffs. He's the best player in the league or one of the best players in the league. You probably can't say he's the best player anymore. I think it's Giannis. But still, I think it's just good when the Lakers are relevant. You don't want to see the Lakers out in the first round. You want to see Memphis or Denver or Sacramento? Sacramento? No, okay. Like, when you say it like that, they sound boring. But they are boring. if they're playing better, Greg, then yes, I want they're, to see them. But they're not. Maybe oh. Memphis. Memphis probably. But Sacramento, their nickname is Sacktown. Okay. I hope the players say no. I refuse to wear this. I need you to grow up, Greg. Never. My other new dialogue is yo, all of the season finales have been trapped. Stop doing that because we're like approaching like snowfall and like BMF season finale garbage. Um, well, because it's leading you into something like snowfall. Like this is it. See, right. but you can't say like with BMF, like we're we're going to have other seasons. Like snowfall, there's no more seasons after that. Yeah, because they're not gonna be nothing else to watch on TV. I started watching. You know, I was here when I was watching Succession, and I'm I I think it's on season four. This is the last season, right? Yeah, and I'm not I'm not even like gung ho on this season. Mm. I loved all the other seasons though, so. But yeah. Well, well those are the dialogues. And I've been on Twitter a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we watched WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania was good. Yeah. Oh, that's my other new dialogue. Yo, listen here, wrestling fans. Cody Rhodes should have lost. It's great drama. It's great theater. If he would have won this. Answer me that. Nothing. It would have been just this nigga with a lisp as the champion. No one cares. Do you think he's going to win eventually? Or you yes. think that he's just not I going think to he will. I think he will win eventually when Roman says I'm tired. Roman Reigns is the hottest thing in wrestling right now. He's, he's hotter than fish grease. I I, I I even like the way he looks sometimes. So. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, he's been, like, wrestling up the year for, like, the past three years. Put that little gel in there. His smile. Do you ever say look at the men's butts when you're watching football? And baseball. Mm. Basketball, not so much. But football, yes, and baseball, Absolutely. Basketball, no. It's their face, for the most part, physique. But sometimes they be wearing the t-shirts, so you don't really be getting to see it all the time. But there's sometimes they have good days and bad days, too. So the same way you do it for women basketball. I, I don't do it for women basketball. Right. I don't. When have you ever heard me do that? Okay. 
Only only time I've ever I'm done over it. it. No, 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 no. Don't say Serena. only time. Don't say don't because say only Serena. time. Don't say only time and now you have a thing. Suit. All right, Greg. Woo-wee. I was gonna say small penis. Hmm? It's okay, I'm so petty. Go ahead, Greg. You wanna let them know how they can find you and how they can find us? That's how you go that's how you're gonna lead into it? Like small penis? Like what is wrong with I you? I want to stop saying it, but you keep you keep you bringing it. You bringing me back. Bringing you back to what? Compartmentalize your thoughts. Shrimp, fried rice. Yo, I, shrimp egg roll. Change your Twitter name to Small Penis. Why? Because I don't know. It just sounds right. I feel like my body could be a small penis technically. So now you're calling yourself a dick. Hey. All right, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Greg Nelson twenty six because my name is my brand, or no, and follow the pod at just a combo underscore pod on all of the platforms that you could possibly think of: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's it. Be intentional with your thoughts, Greg. Very intentional with my thoughts. Because if they try to go on freaking kick and they try to put in just a combo and they don't find us, now what? What's kick? Exactly. It's a platform that people can find us. That's a platform? You can find me, my amazing individuals, not looking for small penis, but on Twitter at GCarly7, and that's G-Q-A-R-L-Y, and the number seven. And if you forgot today, if someone didn't tell you today, I know I keep apologizing, but I keep trying to be petty at the same time. You are not apologizing. You have not apologized once. Pop. Possibly. I just, I just don't think they're ever going to watch it, so it doesn't matter. But I genuinely think that for anyone um, else that I may meet in the future, I'm a better person today than I was yesterday or the or when it happened. <laughs> and don't forget to go be great. G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G G